Good morning. Welcome to this morning's edition of the Rich Urban Show. I'm your host, Richard Urban, coming to you from historic Harpersbury, West Virginia. We bring you news and views from the unification principle point of view. Today is the first part in a series on restoring election integrity. And I'm going to be discussing the four for the core program that I am planning to do here in Jefferson County, West Virginia, and you can do it in your county. So let's review that now. Let's look over the four for the core program. It's found at fourforthecore.com. That's F-O-U-R-F-O-R-T-H-E-C-O-R-E.com. The electoral process is broken, as evidenced nationwide in both the 2020 presidential election and 2022 midterms. While an overhaul is necessary at every level, four for the core efforts focus on local action by We the People, a movement that is imperative to help repair the elections system. Mission. Our goal is to target, build, and educate county and precinct committees to execute these four for the core election integrity principles. Clean compromise voter rolls in every county to eliminate phantom voters. Eliminate electronic machines and mandate hand-counting ballots. Remove drop boxes. Require that every county report all legal vote results simultaneously in every county statewide. So the objective is to collect the following on record responses from your respective officials and report back to the four core team. Here are the questions. So I, I signed up to do this, so if uh, they approve me to do it, then I'll go ahead and do it. Registrations. Will the county or equivalent commit to removing ineligible voter registrations if they're proven to be ineligible? Two, will the county or equivalent offer to the public Voter rolls for free or for nominal cost to ensure fraudulent registrations do not reappear. Three, is the county or equivalent willing to dump the entire voter roll and require eligible voters to re-register in person with a valid ID? So I want to make a comment about this. Well, one of the primary ways that fraud occurred in 2020 was like the hundreds of thousands of fake ballots in uh, mail-in ballots in Pennsylvania, for instance, with no observers, well, these uh, fake ballots have to be matched with voters. So they match them with voters like who are moved or ineligible, dead, fraudulent records, etc. So no one should object to cleaning up the registration rolls. The next question has to do with primitivity, machines, and hand counting. One, will the county or equivalent commit to removing electronic voting equipment if they can be proven unreliable? Well, that's a reasonable request. Two, will the county or, or equivalent commit to using only paper ballots counted by hand? If the county is unwilling to ban electronic voting equipment, are you willing to hand count the paper ballots generated by the machines? which is critical to ensure total ballots match the number of vote voters. 
Well, in our county, in, up until 2016, we didn't use any machines. So I don't really understand why the county, here in West Virginia, the county can decide what kind of equipment they use or don't use. So I don't know why they decide to use these machines. Actually, it caused a huge backup of voters in 2020. Not because there were so many people voting. I mean, maybe I think two-thirds of the registered voters voted, which is relatively high, sadly. No, not because of that, because they only had like three machines, whereas before there were like eight stations. So I think they added a couple machines in 2022. But why are they even using the machines to begin with? Okay, here's the next question about security to removal of drop boxes. Will the county commit to removing and banning drop boxes, which leave elections vulnerable to malicious actors? This prevents ballot harvesting. Sounds pretty, pretty common sense. If you saw the movie 2000 Mules, you know there's a ballot harvesting where people get ballots in dubious ways and collect them and drop them in a box. That's crazy. Now, in our county, uh, they don't have drop boxes. I've never heard of any. I don't think there are. But in a lot of places, they do. Fourth point, reporting totals in a timely manner. Will your county be willing to hold back vote totals until the top 10% county report the results? Or if you're a top 10% county, are you willing to report the results immediately and not hold them back. And this will ensure the larger counties can, cannot artificially inflate needed votes. I mean, you saw that happening during the 2020 uh, election, for sure, that kind of thing. To say, say, you know, in the middle of the night, the votes stopped. This is a related thing. Oh, in uh, so many places, Atlanta. Oh, we stopped counting. Oh, my gosh. Oh, suddenly in the middle of the night, we found 40,000 votes. Oh, Michigan, we stopped counting. Oh, suddenly, you know, there were 50,000 votes appeared or 100,000. That's crazy. So this is a four-point um, strategy. And, of course, it's important to collaborate with your, like, precinct committee, like the local uh, GOP, for instance, precinct committee. So I'm going to be working on that, too. This four for the core is a really good start. There are other points, of course, of election integrity. In my opinion, there shouldn't be any absentee voting. In most countries, they don't have it. Why, why can't you go to vote? It's extremely dis-in-person, I mean. Disingenuous to say, oh, black people don't, don't vote, you know, or don't have an ID, for instance. That was one thing people were saying. You know, oh, we can't disenfranchise people like black people don't have an ID. That's racist in itself. Of course, they have an ID. That's ridiculous. Any case, in West Virginia, we do have an ID law. And I was reading that over, although there is some exception that says someone can sign an affidavit that someone, they've known them for six months. I don't think that happens often. But you're, yeah, you're, you have to present an ID, voter card or like a driver's license. And that's a good step. And then also, if you do have absentee ballots, another idea is to require a thumbprint on it, which would be, you know, restore, stored securely at the county, and that would virtually eliminate the fraudulent ballots. 
But anyway, the four for the core is a really good start. So I'm going to be delving more into local issues that we can do and should do. And we definitely need to make sure the voter rolls are cleaned up so, so that people have moved out of the area and died, etc. And in some instances, there are many duplicate registrations. This is how fraud occurs. See, to match these spurious ballots that show up, for instance, in places that have mail-in ballots, which is many now, with you know voters per that haven't voted or you know moved away or things like that or don't exist to begin with and there are many many cases this have been proven so this is a good common sense approach and why are we even using voting machines when no one even knows there um many reasons why they're not secure and that's easy to prove and we can go more into that in future but yeah we need to be aware we need to be confident of our elections and in many places we see and you know here it seems like as far as we know nothing's happening but I'm not you know I, I don't I can't say I'm totally confident you know I was calling the election office about getting a, re a recount on our um, school tax thing and so oh, yeah you can get a recount it's you know you have to pay for it it's tens of thousands of dollars well, that doesn't sound very democratic. You know, how do they know that everything is correct? You know, if since the ballots aren't hand counted and the machines don't even read the ballots directly. So we're going to uh, delve more, meaning it scans an image of the ballot and reads that. Anyway, there's so many things that could go wrong. So would you leave it up to chance? You can't. Everything needs to be transparent. So... Um, that's what I'd like to talk about today. So I think this is a really good program for, for the core. It's a simple program. It doesn't hit every issue, but it's good to get started with some issues. And I'm going to be really interested to see how our county commission responds to these common sense questions. Uh, if I, uh, selected to ask them or if they've already been asked, I'll uh, like to hear the results. So either way. We'll be delving into this. Thank you for joining today. Election integrity is one of the crucial elements of maintaining our system of government. We have to have clear elections where we can have trust in the process. So thank you for joining. And my name is Richard Urban, and I've been your host today. Do be blessed. We'll see you next time.